Yeah. Uh, Riverside didn't have that. You had to go to downtown. The only other university that I know that had it was um, LB. Long Beach? Chelsea Long Beach. They had the Nugget, which was, was a, bar? A, a beer bar. Yeah. No shit. Or like a sports bar, I think. The Nugget. Yeah. That's pretty funny. Let me get that intro. back welcome back <laughs> nice dude that's it welcome yeah. back to crash talk baby what up what up what up what up <sighs> we were gone but we're back at the studio. a little hiatus a little hiatus that little was called on by me not not no. gonna lie guys no not even by david it was called on by both of us you know by the universe by the universe uh sometimes you just need a break from the universe and crash talk was a lot to handle for the universe and the universe said hey you know what crash talk you guys need to take a chill pill you guys are running a little hot and now we're back. Yeah, I just wanted to be able to. Uh, I I just wanted to lock into the studio, um, the way I have in the past. And um, there, this wasn't the only thing that I had to be like, all right, I need to chill from this for a little bit. You know, yeah. I had to kind of like tell the homies, tell my girl, like, yo, let me. I need to lock in. I need to lock in. So um, it it was cool, and and it helps me feel like it, it reminds me how blessed I am to have everyone around me that's just like, dude, do your thing. Like, yeah. not at all, not a problem at all. Do your thing. And um, it's really cool. So appreciate it, guys, for sticking around with us. Um, it's not like you had a choice, but uh, <laughs> thank you for coming back. Uh, do you think because you talked about it in previous podcasts in terms of like, hey, when you made Crash Indigo, no, you are Crash Indigo. We made Crash Garden. Mm-hmm. Um, you talked about the process of like just locking in mm-hmm. and because it was another process of like, okay, you know, this is lock in time. Everyone's just like, oh, I get it for sure. Mm-hmm. Like I know I approached it that way in terms of like, dude, do your thing like Music is number one. This mm-hmm. is hobby. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you told everybody else, was it the same response? Like, oh, I get it. Or is it because all your homies are music homies and they understood it? Yeah, part? everyone understands. Uh, I, such a, you know, I am, I totally identify with my music. Like, I think nowadays you think David and, at least my friends think David and they think, oh, like, he makes music. He's in the studio. You could text me any random day. Yo, what are you up to? Oh, I'm in the studio. studio. I'm yeah. in the studio. I'm always here. Yeah. So um, it's not a surprise to any of my friends. And I think everyone want like, all my friends enjoy my music and they enjoy how excited and passionate I get when I talk about it and whenever I, I just do my thing. And I keep healthy friends around, you know, like yeah. mentally healthy friends. So, like, it's not like anyone ever feels weird when I'm like, Yo, I'm gonna go do my thing for a bit. Everyone's just like, "Fuck yeah, do it, yeah, do it." And then when you're doing it, you're doing it with your cousins, right? Yeah, so I mean, like... yeah, I have three of my cousins here all the time, and then, and then some of my closest friends. So yeah, it's it's nothing much really changed or anything. But um, um, yeah, it feels good to to take the time. Um, yeah. How's how's the process been like from start to finish? Where you at now? Like when you started locking in versus where you're at now? It's you know, been like it's, three weeks. It it. Yeah, it's tough to say, you know, like, because a lot of the work has to be done within myself. It sounds so, you know, <laughs> Jeezy uh, cliche. <laughs> so spiritual. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, for sure, you know, I have such an intense relationship with music and my own music, um, you know, more than anything, it's just my own music, um, that I get so caught up within my, within my own head. Sometimes I listen to the voices in my head more than I do the actual music that's in my ears. Um, which is, Damn. um, it, it, you got to balance it yeah. and you got to learn when to like discipline yourself and be like, no, fuck that. Like, f- like fuck what you're thinking right now. Just fucking do it. Be present, be in the moment. Mm-hmm. So, um, it's all, it's all tied with, you know, they're, they're all tied with each other. 
um, how well I'm doing mentally, how much I'm practicing uh, my own spirituality, you know, how much I'm doing, taking time to meditate, to stretch, to to do these things that really help me when I'm in the studio and I'm making these decisions. And if I'm not taking the time to really um, work on myself, it allows that kind of like, um, like that beta side of me to really breed doubt, to breed insecurity. So I'll be in the studio, not really listening to the music, more just listening to the feeling I have yeah. of like just some whack shit, some fuck shit. Yeah. Um, so that's what I felt when, it, when, when I wanted to take a little brief hiatus, I was just like, not really taking time to really be present in here. It was just more like, all right, I'm going to get in the studio. And then I'll just sit here and like, not to say I didn't create shit. Cause I'm, I feel like at this point, my creation in a lot of ways is on autopilot. I can just lock in and turn and, it on when you want. Yeah, but that very intense and small focal point that I have, something that I experienced with Crash Garden, is hard to reach when um, I'm not, when I'm kind of spread out everywhere. It's hard to really reach that, you know. Like, like my the greatest... focal point being like the flow of just creating. Yeah, 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 exactly. The the flow of just getting in there and putting the phone down. And just locking in, forgetting about time, forgetting yeah. about my schedule, and just realizing that this is number one priority. Um, so it's cool. It's cool. Um, like how often are you often like your biggest critic too, you know? And then you always show people what you got going on. And you had spoken before of like when me or Joey listen to your shit, it's like, bro, what? Like, why isn't this not out? Yeah, you know? man. And it's the constant. It just goes to show that it's not a one-time fix, you know? Yeah. The 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 minion or the the voice in your head um and i think now more than ever everyone's putting their time and attention into focus you know like it's not lack of attention it's not lack of time it's lack of focus mm -hmm. um and it's not by anyone's fault i think we're just super exposed to a bunch of things at yeah. all times so staying on one thing is really fucking hard like even mm -hmm. for me like reading a book is hard sometimes when you're just are you reading the book and just going through the words or are you actually like learning and digesting what's being read and yeah. i think that's you can compare that to you making your music like are you making music or are you just hitting buttons and thinking about something else yeah exactly and it's so it's it's an everyday thing you know it's not you know it's not something that you reach one time and you're like oh i get it yeah i'm right there and you can get it like it's not that that doesn't happen you do get it yeah. but getting it is not the same as being able to apply it consistently yeah um which is a whole another fucking beast you know i i, I dropped um i dropped crash garden and and um I, you know, I really gave it its its shine. I, I mean, even now I'm like, dude, I, I should be talking about it more. And like, not enough people know about it. Mm -hmm. um, I'm definitely, um, like over. What do you? What do you like? Overwatched, overseen, over underestimated, or whatever. Like I like the the shit I make compared to the amount of people that know about it, mm -hmm. it does not add up in my brain. Yeah. And I feel a lot of people feel that way. But that's all because of me, you know, just like me not being my biggest, you know, yelling it on top of every mountain, yeah. every everywhere I go, trying to pass shit out, trying to, I could be doing that and I should be doing that in a lot of ways. I don't beat myself over about it because. Yeah. Well, part of you doesn't want to do it either, you know, in a way where like, you've always said, I want to be, to be organic. I don't want to blast shit. Yeah. But then I think you mixing in with like, what, what's the industry standard of, no, like you drop something, you have to blast it now. Yeah. Um, you post something one day, it's forgotten the next day. Yeah. And so exactly. forth. Exactly. Exactly. Um, and, but I think the biggest thing that, that really changed with Garden was that I just decided to drop it. You know, I the, the last project that I did before that, that I dropped before that was Lucid. 
and that was three years ago mm-hmm. and since then since in the last three years i've probably dropped like i don't know like 20 songs like and that's really not a lot considering how much music i've made right and i think it's easy to look at lucid and then look at garden and be like whoa quantum leaps is what you have made in like the quality of this or like the 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 um creative acuity that you have here compared to what you have here it's just like different artists and like but if you were to listen to all the shit that I've made, I was telling you before we even turned on the mic, yeah. all the shit that I've made prior to that, I just had I had a bad habit. And I think every artist can, can relate with this. I've had a bad habit of not releasing stuff, of making it, and then literally just putting it on the shelf and like, all right, cool, on to the next. So I think I'm going to like start dropping shit. Like, I mean, obviously, but like, I want to be dropping new shit, but I have right. old shit that I want to drop. And... And I want to drop it more as a duty to myself yeah. than as an excitement for that music. The music is dope, but yeah. however, I'm not there anymore. Yeah. But, um, and, and then, you know, I go back and forth. Maybe you can kind of give me like a, your opinion on it because I, on one hand, I want to drop it to kind of show up for myself and show that like, look, like David, you know, you got to follow through. Yeah. You can't just make the music and then not release it because you're going to be here all like your whole life. Mm-hmm. And I don't want this. Like, I, I love where I am, but I don't want to be here in this studio in two years. Yeah. You know, like I, I don't want to be working at a job in two years or in one year or yeah. fucking tomorrow. You know, studio is your job. So yeah. I need I need a sense of accountability, a, a sense of like some type of schedule. Um not a schedule that'll give me headaches when I think about it, but a yeah. schedule that can kind of, yeah, just keep me accountable of like, yo, so w- what have you released? What have you shown? Because I never stopped creating. I've always been creating, but I'm, I'm such a purist of that creation that I don't like to be loud about it. And I don't, I just want to make the dope shit yeah. and have it speak for itself. Like what you said. So I think right now, the, the question that I wanted to ask you was, you know, with crash garden, I feel like, you know, I am proud of it. It is what it is. Um, I have grown from it already. Right. So I it I wouldn't call it my best work now because I've made more shit since then. But it's my best work out and it is what it is. I love it. My oldest shit that I'm about to drop, songs like Vacation, um, uh, Damn It, You're Right. Uh another one. I wanted to drop another one. At least like three or four other ones mm-hmm. that were basically Don David right before he turned into Crash. So they're good. It's good music, you know, right. but it's not necessarily a step up from Crash. So should I drop it? Like I know the, yeah. you might say the answer is yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, I will, I will. Like I will say this. Like you mentioned it. It's not uncommon. I think a lot of artists do go go through it, mm-hmm. and I want to. I don't want to compare projects or artists, but. Recently, I think it was Drake that dropped Dark Lane demo tapes. Yeah. And it was basically his throwaways or his singles mm-hmm. that were SoundCloud singles um, and put them all on an album. But they weren't, like you said, like he was in way different time back then, like in all those tracks, like mm-hmm. I think 4 p.m. in Calabasas or whatever the, the songs were. Oh, you're talking about um, Care Package. Care Not Package, dark, yeah. Dark my demo. Fault. Dark yeah. demo was fire. That was my was fault. Fire. My fault, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Drake. Yeah. yeah, Care Package, where it mm-hmm. was like 20 songs of his old shit, mm-hmm. but it was still like, damn. You had an appreciation for it, and you, I listened to it, and I was like, oh, yeah. Like, you you go into it knowing that it was made in the past, and mm-hmm. it's not going to be the Drake now, but it's going to be the Drake of the past. So I think you just pre-mentioning, like, or um, letting people know, being like, hey, like, this is vacation. This was made during this time. 
uh, mm. hope you enjoy it so much as I did when mm-hmm. I made it, you know, versus being like, this is new shit, but it is new shit, but it's not new shit to you. Yeah. Um, and maybe if you tell me that and it's like, okay, cool. Like I'm listening to it knowing that it's not the newest shit in terms of making it post crash garden, but it mm-hmm. is something you made and you still had fans as Don David. Mm-hmm. So maybe they're going to have a certain appreciation for it even more than not. Cause I would, you know, it's new to them. And if it's new yeah. to them, then uh-huh. it's, it's fire. Yeah. And it's like the steps prior to that. It's not like I just became good at crash, you know, like, right. um, you're good in the mix. Like in those three years, you probably have tracks from Lucid all the way bouncing all the way up into Crash with incremental so much, you know, just yeah. progress between all the tracks. Mm-hmm. And if Crash is here, maybe you're dropping songs that are here. And yeah. not to say that all this was lower than Crash, but mm-hmm. maybe because maybe even at Don David, you had you were in some pockets that Crash Garden you didn't show. Yeah, you know, like mm-hmm. I think you played another song the other day. Um, before you drop do better i was like dude that little segment right there of you just kind of like talking 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 to spit in oh that's my newest shit though yeah oh uh, yeah that's <laughs> yeah. your newest shit but it was like you, you've done that in like don david times yeah. where it's like dude like yeah dude i'm just fucking head bobbing uh you're not breaking i don't even i don't know what the musical term for it is but you're just it's just bars like mm-hmm. bars 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 mm-hmm. where i don't have time to digest what you just said because the last shit hit me and mm-hmm. then you say some other shit that hits me and i'm like fuck mm-hmm. um but yeah, drop it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I, I'm going to. I uh, I was uh, I was I was in the car with my girl the other day, and we were we we're on our way to to a restaurant, and um, I forgot why, stuff? huh? And you played her music. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I forgot why I did, but I think I was just in the mood. I don't think I needed a why, but I was just like, I'm gonna play all of my old shit, and um, and you also have a fire ass system in your car. Yeah, I'm guessing you took your car. Yeah, yeah. we were driving my cool. car, and I um. I, I was just playing all of it, and I played. What songs did I say right now? I, I was gonna drop. Uh, damn, did it damn it, you're did, right. Damn, you're right. Okay, okay. Anyway, I played Vacation, and Vacation's a fucking bop, bro. It that is a bop. That's just dope. The, yeah. Do you remember that one? Is it the Big Sean bop? No, 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 that's a different one. one. Okay. Ah, you uh, see, this gets me mad because there's just so much music. Dude. You play for the people. Yeah, Hugging. like that Big Sean song. I fell in love with the come up. Yeah. That one, right? Yeah. Um, is that what that's called? The come that up? one's called Come Up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's almost done, if not done. Yeah, I just need like literally a couple more bars. I'll yeah. probably work on it today. Um, but it just goes to show, dude. So anyway, I, I it, it helps me when I get chewed out by almost. my close ones. Uh, I'm assuming she chewed you out. Yeah, like if she did chew me out, but yeah, she chewed me out. She was just like, yo. What the fuck? Like after vacation finished, because it's a it's a dope song, and um, she was just like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Like, drop it. And then I played "Damn It, You're Right," which is a total like alternative banger. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I ever showed you that one. Um, but it's it's like Omar Polo vibes. Fire. Like you when he me. was making like break lights, you know, like um, Fire. and dude, and I'm listening to it now, and I remember when I made it, it was so new to me because it was like, it it was um. It was like a little peep into where I was going mm. with, as far as like, you know, with Crash Garden, I really just surrendered myself and I was like, I'm just going to like do it. I'm just going to like, fuck it. Like just, I'm going to make whatever comes out. Yeah. But I, I was already doing that, but there was just so much judgment on my own self that I didn't allow myself to really enjoy it as I was making it. So I made Damn It, You're Right, which is such a bop and it's so different, but were you I, just stuck in the Don David mode? And you're like, this yeah, is not Don David? Yeah, it was David? just like, this is totally not Don David. This yeah. is not my brand, you know? Yeah. 
And and it was in fact my brand holding back me, which I'm the fucking. You are the brand. I am everything, yeah. you know. So, uh, I I played it and I was like, wow, dude. And it, and it makes so much sense now because now I'm getting so much into acoustics, into instruments and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I can fucking do a solo at the end of this song, yeah. If I want to, like, all I have to do is just fucking do it, yeah. And um, so anyway, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna drop a couple a couple new shit. I mean, a couple old songs, um. Because if I were to say, bro, like, all the music I have out is probably, like, 15% of all the music I've ever recorded. Probably less. And I have about, about like, 55 songs out right now. So, like, imagine, dude. Yeah. Like, I've made over 400, 500 songs. Yeah. You have EPs. And, um, you drop a crash, crash my, care package. Yeah, dude. I, that's what I, I think I'm, <laughs> I'm going to call it. But I think I want to just drop it as singles just to kind of, like... Yeah, build um, momentum. Consistently, yeah. Hold build accountability. Momentum. All, all throughout that time, I can just be working on new shit. I have new shit, dude. I have, I got new shit, guys. No shit. Now is this? Yeah, this is a moment of silence for you guys to tell Don David, aka Crash Indigo, aka David, to drop shit. Yep. You hear that? It's the people telling you drop I hear shit it loud and clear. Come on, like bro. We're thirsty blood. in the streets, man. I'm talking about new shit though, bro. I showed you that song Flatline that I have with Stunt. Yeah. I think you were here that night. We yeah, were when he was recording it in the studio. That's just hard, yeah. bro. Yeah, super hard. That's just crazy. Uh, did you guys then, finish it? Uh, it's like almost done. I need we, I need to get back in here with him, but then everything kind of happened, and I haven't been able to talk to him. We're moving studios and right. everything. Um, Welcome to the also, process. Uh, that other song that I, that you mentioned right now, where I'm just like spitting, um, and I think what I think what really caught your ear with that is I'm really finding my tone in rap. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it uh, me having that tone allows you to not worry about like oh that sounded weird that he's like his voice didn't really catch me mm-hmm. but his bars are dope i feel like that's where i've always been in mm-hmm. rap it's like the 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 lyrical side of it i've i've always like hammered that down and try to make sure that that's clean um but the the delivery the tone has always been what i've avoided um, when recording, because that's the, my toughest thing, yeah. and me realizing like I'm avoiding that. I'm realizing now that I, sh- nowadays I'm just tackling that more and more and more, doing more takes, more takes, more takes. Every song, like um, at least fifteen takes for everything that you've that you've heard in the last couple, um, you know, in the last couple months that I've dropped shit. Mm-hmm. But I just beat myself up less as I'm doing those fifteen takes, and that's the biggest thing. It allows me to enjoy it more. Yeah. Anyway, um, that song's clean because. I guess I'm just getting better. Yeah. Anyway. Well, I mean, yeah. and that's the separation between like you as a songwriter and then you as a rapper. You know, mm-hmm. like songwriting. If your songwriting abilities on uh, 2K Raps was uh, 98, exactly. Then exactly. you're <laughs> you then you're like rap abilities to you, like self being self critical. You feel like maybe you're at at what 70, 80. Where, yeah. where, where do you rate yourself there before? Um, and then, but, yeah, I mean, like I feel like when I first started off, like if we could start from the very beginning. My 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 lyrical ability was probably like at a sixty eight, and then vocal was like at a forty two. Yeah, and it's kind of they've both kind of gone up. You your story mode. The lyrical <laughs> has gone up faster, so now I would say the lyrical ability is at like a ninety two, and then um, the Rap the delivery ability? now is probably like at a eighty two. 82 yeah nice. i would say that and that's pretty close and uh, yeah. like i said it just goes to show that you're more comfortable of like not being as judgmental about your takes yeah because it's you you record your take you listen to your take fuck go back record your take listen to your take i mean how many that must be exhausting too man how many times to 
And then by like, at what point does it all sound the same? And you're like, oh, fuck, I don't even know anymore. Yeah, once you oh. kind of start to put yourself on autopilot and say like, well, I'm going to just have to do a lot of takes here. A lot of times that's a big opportunity for that kind of like, uh, like that rigor mortis to kind of set into your into oh. your creative process of like, oh, you're kind of giving up now. Now, because you have to go into every take thinking that it's the one, you yeah. know, just like with everything. Like you have to try really hard. You can't just be like, oh, I know that it's going to take a lot of takes. So I'm just going to do a lot of takes and I'm going to get better. Right. It's like, no, you have to every single time that you do the take, believe that that's the take. And then you have to take that L when you realize it's not the take yeah. and then do better and then do better. So it all depends how intentional you are while you're making it because I've I've done that. I've thought like, okay, all I have to do is do 100 takes, you yeah. know? I, there was this one song um uh oh um too long, too long, too long. It's like a total slow Mac Miller yeah. vibe type thing. More than 100 takes easily. What? And I would say about like 30 or 40 of them were really just me knowing that that I had to do a lot of takes. Right. But it wasn't me being as productive as I could have been because I didn't want to take that L. I didn't want yeah. to try really hard so that I don't fail really hard. Yeah, I would just want to try bad. a little bit so that the failure didn't feel like a big L, you know? So um, yeah, It's like you gave yourself 100 lives, you know, yeah. in a video game. And when you have 100 lives in a video game, you're just less intentional about passing and like not getting killed. Yeah. You exactly. give yourself three lives. It's like, fuck. You can only fuck up three times. Yeah, uh, exactly. Oh my that. god, dude, that makes total sense. Exactly. Uh, that. It's funny because I saw that for the first time with Stun being so vocal about it when I was sitting right there. He was like, "All right, one take, one take, Stun, one take, Stun. This is it, guys. This is it." And then he would do it, and then he'd be like, "Fuck!" <laughs> and then it's like, and I'm in there like, "Okay, like what's gonna happen?" And he's like, "Fuck it, one more take, one more take. This is all I need, guys. Just one take. Everyone yeah. sh 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 does it again." Yeah, and it's like <laughs> you know, and you can hear Noah uh, just kind of like he's trying really fucking hard to nail it in one take because he's mm. putting that pressure on himself. Mm. Um, so he's giving himself one life, but when he fucks up, he's like, "Fuck, yeah, fuck it, do it again, run it back." Um, That's important. Cool. Yeah, and then you got cool it within like the seventh or eighth take. Yeah, and within and in reality, that's less than ten minutes. Yeah. Which was fast. You yeah, know? that's pretty quick. But yeah. it's because that intention is so intense right there, you know, to get it. As opposed to like, all right, guys, I'm going to be here for a while. Yeah. Uh, the first 10 are just going to be a warm-up for me. Yeah. And then we'll start kind of getting into it after that. Yeah. Nah, dude. He, he goes hard. So appreciate that. Fuck yeah. Let's take a little break, and we'll be right back, y'all. Yes, sir. Press talk, baby. Do you want to go eat after this? Probably. I want to go eat. Yeah, it's... My pizza, <laughs> my pizza. Let's fucking go, uh, dude. When was the last time you went? Like a couple of Tuesdays ago, three uh, Tuesdays ago. Yeah, with you. That was the last time I went. Oh um, no, 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 no. I went um, when I went to Big Bear two weeks oh, ago. Yeah. On our way down, I uh, we were, we stopped at Chipotle, and right next to it was uh, my pizza. Uh huh. And I was like, "Baby, you can go ahead and eat Chipotle. I, I'm gonna eat my pizza." Yeah, Chipotle is so good though, man. If if I had a choice, you um, going with Chipotle? I'm probably going to go with Chipotle. Can't continue this conversation, bro. Yeah. I love pizza. My top three favorite foods are like hamburgers, pizza, tacos. Me too. Um, <laughs> get those tattooed Me somewhere too. on my knuckles. Yes. Hamburger, pizza, tacos, beer. Yes. <laughs> Tequila. Yeah. Hell yeah. Um, but man, I feel and like... this one is all coffee. <laughs> yeah. Just, just different types of beans. Yeah. Just Nicaragua, Colombia, Ethiopia, um, Cisco beans. I don't know. I'm I'm still trying to figure out. I at one point in my life I was like, man, maybe I should just roast my own shit. 
make mm-hmm. my own shit, buy my own shit. Because mm-hmm. so many people, because I think craft coffee's going in that direction of like where craft beer is now. Yeah, you know, craft coffee, big time. Um, but it's getting expensive. Like I don't want to pay more than sixteen bucks for a bag of beans. When I pay more than that, it's like a treat to myself. But yeah. I'm like, ugh, you know, because that just. I don't really know what the median price is, but I've been paying like eighteen bucks. I mean, Rose Park yeah. slangs them for eighteen. Yeah, but I I don't eat I don't have any other beans that are that really smack me like those. Yeah, and the thing is, when you buy beans from retail shelves, um, most of the time, if they're not fresh, like usually fresh is four weeks, like a month. Um, you'll open the bag of beans, and if they're shiny, oily, that means the CO two is already released, and like they're done, they're they're past due. Mm. Um, a homie from Starbucks told me recently, like most of their beans are always past due and past roast, like. That's why when you drink Starbucks and you have their black coffee or espresso, it tastes like shit. Cause, it does. Yeah. It's past, it's past their prime roast. Yeah. So that's why they have to add all that sugar, add all the creams, all, all the nitro brew, cold uh, foam to make it taste better so you can try to mask the coffee flavor as much as possible because yeah. it's past their prime roast. And I'm sure the caffeine levels go down a little bit, right? Oh, for sure. A yeah. lot. A lot. Yeah. Like if one cup of coffee of prime roast coffee is like 125 milligrams... It probably goes down to like a hundred eighty. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because we have this nuts. this um, Keurig, this Keurig, and I it's not mine. Yeah. Uh, the homie brought it, but I for one I don't really like how much it wastes, like how much just like, like the plastic. K-cups. Yeah, yeah, I don't like that. But um, look at that eco conscious. Uh, it feels so weird. Like even trash bags nowadays, I'm like, damn. Yeah, dude. So much plastic. I hate it. I hate it. Yeah. Um, but anyway, the. Um, I ended up, uh, so, you know, I started using it, and we, we have those little curry cups, and um, they don't really smack, dude. Like It's like drinking water, right? Yeah, it's just like you're drinking the coffee for the taste. Yeah. And um, I'm, when we move into the other studio, it's a bigger spot, so I'm probably going to get the actual setup I have in my house. Nice little pour-over. I don't think I'm going to do the pour-over because it is a little bit much sometimes, just like, you know, like, I, I, I'm not... I like to save the pour-over set for at home. I mm-hmm. mean, for camping. Mm-hmm. Or if I end up having, like, my own own spot where it's, like, just my spot. Right. And that kind of be, like, a little ritual thing. Yeah. But a lot of times, I'm just trying to get out of there in the morning. So yeah. I'll just, like, turn it on and the then go pot. do my thing. But at least I get to um, grind up my own beans, pick the beans that I want, grind them up, you know, pick how much I want, mm-hmm. and then kind of throw it in a cup. So, like, when you pulled up on me today, I just, I was finishing my yeah. coffee cup. And that's good. I only need one cup. Yeah. Here, I'll just, like, I'll get one cup, and I'm like, man, like, my just, stomach was affected by it, but not really, like, my... My mental. My mental. mental like, energy. I don't yeah. feel bright. Yeah. Um. But, yeah. And that's a great point, because I have bought shitty coffee before, and I used to drink, I used to think quantity over quality. Mm-hmm. So, the more, qua- the more coffee I drink, the more caffeine I intake. But it's so... Not true, because like lately I've been drinking higher quality coffees, and with maybe 300, 350 milligrams of that, which is around twelve ounces, I'm like, let's fucking yeah. go wired, yeah. you know? And yeah. I'm like, holy shit, like I don't need any more than this. Any more than this, I'm fucking bouncing off the walls. Yeah. Um, and I'm only drinking like eight ounces at a time. Yeah. And that'll last me four hours in the morning when I work. So yeah. from like five thirty to nine thirty, I'm drinking coffee. Um, but I'm good after that. Yeah. Before it used to be like fuck. I'm drinking this, but it's weak, so I'm going to go get a cold brew. And then cold brew is just straight caffeine yeah. most of the time. Shit's cracking a cup. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Basically what I got here, fucking, it was nitro. Um, but, you know, this lid is fucking ridiculous. It, it looks pretty And crazy. look, I can't even drink that because it's right uh. there, you know? So, 
I'm not calling this coffee shop out, but you need to change your lids. <laughs> they look nice though. The aesthetic look, is cool. Yeah. Um, the um, I only like at a good coffee shop. I can just be good off of eight ounces, like a little cup. At Rose Park, they have like little small cups, mm-hmm. and I appreciate that because that's all I really need. Yeah, and the coffee finish snacks. that. And I'm just like, Pfft. yeah. You put me onto their their beans. I didn't think. Cause I used to just get their nitro. Yeah. Um, I went recently and like I saw their bean selection. I was like, damn, like, fuck yeah, their beans smack. Yeah. Um, which is cool. I like, you know, it's close by, it's local, You're supporting small business. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm all about, I'm all about, um, like the craft coffee shops and like the small business coffee shops. Cause a lot of times that's where you'll find the, the better coffee. I don't go to Starbucks. I don't go to coffee bean. Coffee bean's cool, but it's like same shit, you know? Yeah. Like, uh, I, I like the small people that like, they know what they're doing. They can tell you where it was roasted, what, you know, who roasted it and mm. what kind of bean it is and whatever. All that other shit. I so, like it. So are you saying that when I leave and if I make my own uh, craft coffee that you will buy it? I'll go up there and it? I'll help you run it. Let's fucking go. I yeah. will help you run it. No, no yeah. I won't. I'm like, but, you, you just signed your lease, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but I will definitely put in all the online orders and uh, fucking get it done, dude. Fuck dude, yeah. you're leaving. I am Guys, leaving, bro. Cisco's leaving. Um, and not just leaving the show. Uh, yeah, I'm going to sidebar. Um, <laughs> s- small but not huge announcement. Wait, that doesn't even make sense. For those who don't know, we record here in San Pedro. South, we record in San Pedro. South Bay. Yeah. South California. California. Southern California, I mean. Um, Cisco's moving to Washington. Cisco's moving to Washington, dude. Yeah. I'm happy for him as a friend. Yeah. Thank you. I'm very happy for you, bro. Thank you. Um, my couch is step. open. Yeah, it's a big step. Couch is open for you. So is mine over here. Yeah. I mean, okay. I know you have your whole family over here, so. Yeah, that's true. You don't really yeah, need to sleep on my You know, that, that concept is actually so crazy to me now. Like, you know, people always say like, oh, I got to travel home for the holidays for my family. Mm-hmm. And I was always like, I've been having my family here. You know, yeah. I don't need to travel anywhere. Yeah. Um, but I'm legit going to be like 15 hour drive away from yeah. Mom, dad, brothers, sisters, dude, friends. Yeah, um, it was like a breakup when I was telling everyone. Folks. Yeah, 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 for sure. Because you know, have California. you cried? No, uh, and it's not because I'm super hyper masculine or whatever. But yeah. I'm not a very cry kind of person. Mm-hmm. Um, there are a, probably I can count the number of my hand, like the number of times I cried in my hands, starting mm-hmm. from like when I remember. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have gotten embraced the sadness of yeah. it all you mm-hmm. know um there's a lot of emotion that comes with moving mm-hmm. uh why why are you moving so carissa got into a phd program in puget sound uh could be washington but still debating mm-hmm. but gonna go go with the gal mm-hmm. that's it dang um and go be a so she's a sugar mommy i'm gonna be a sugar baby sugar baby yeah <laughs> yeah uh, just making a big step yeah. um, in terms of, you know, just following uh, someone you care about in a relationship and just mm-hmm. making the move. Yeah, dude. Yeah, big time. Um, Hats off to you. I mean, that, that takes a lot of guts. And and there's a whole world of uncertainty. I mean, you, you, you're, you're a quick thinker and, and you're a go-getter, so it's going to work out. I believe Hopefully, so. Yeah. But um yeah. If you guys have regardless. any connects out there, let Seattle. me know. Seattle? Um around there? It's Tacoma, Seattle area. Tacoma. Yeah. Uh most probably Tacoma, but it's all within like if Tacoma's Long Beach, Seattle's LA. It's about yeah. thirty miles. Okay. Um 
but yeah, man, it's going to be exciting. Uh, I get all four seasons. Um, it's a new challenge for myself in terms of not really having anything going for mm-hmm. me up there. Uh, thank God that my job that I work at now is going to provide me with the opportunity to work from home. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll be doing that, of course, and to the best of my abilities. But at the same time, like, I also want to be doing having my own purpose there. You know, mm-hmm. just don't just want to be there to follow the girl. I want to be there to do my own thing. Um, whether that be roasting mountain beans, uh, <laughs> <laughs> working for someone or something, building my own thing. Who knows? I'm still trying to figure it out, honestly. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll see, man. We'll see what happens. It's, yeah. a, it's a commitment and it's a challenge I'm ready to take on. Uh, I guess we'll find out whether it'll be successful or not, but I think it's a good opportunity to show like what I'm made of. I'm going to send you, I'm going to send you with a mic up there and an interface man, and we're going to do some zoom, some zoom crash talks. That's it, man. And, um, I mean, it's work from home season, you know, how many folks, how many people do it nowadays? Dude, I mean, th- right? logistically the quality of it wouldn't even be affected really. Cause I'm because just recording sound straight to the you're audio recording here. sound. Like, we would probably just be on FaceTime on our computers. Yeah. And then just be doing what we do with our phones. Everything's recorded on the phone. Yeah. And and then, yeah, like, I just send you my shit. And then, I mean, that's if Produce. you wanted to even yeah. do it. Yeah. Let's fucking do it, man. Because yeah. I've also thrown the idea around of, man, if this becomes too tough, um, like, I'm not as accessible. Uh, maybe I'll, I will be as accessible. Um, I don't know when I'll have my official place out there. Mm-hmm. But... Um, I want this to be not a burden on your end, but mm-hmm. I know like we'll make things work in terms of time, but I'm all for it. But I was also thinking like, fuck man, if I have so much time to kill, I just might as well do something creative and mm-hmm. just practice. Like that. I th- threw around the idea of vlogging mm-hmm. doing shit like that of California boy, not knowing what to do, going out to Washington, figuring out what to do. You mm-hmm. know? Um, blessed that I don't have children right now that have two legs mm-hmm. that are dependent of me because right now it's just it's just the one child yeah with four legs yeah that's it one child four <laughs> legs they're a lot less hard to take to take care of you know yeah um but yeah it's gonna be a it's a big step man quite a ride yeah and and it, it's cool man because it's it's not a permanent thing even if you do decide to stay out there i mean i'm, I'm not like banking on like because you know the phd program is anywhere what from two to four years um two three or three to years Huh? Say two to three. Yeah, two to three years. Um, you know, like at that point, you know, you will have acclimated over there and you might want to stay out there. Yeah. Um, which will be totally cool. Or you or you be like, Oh, cool, time for me to come back. Yeah. And um and that's tight too. So I think it, it's it's a commitment that like I never took, um, as far as like, you know, um, you know, fresh out of high school, a lot of people they go to they go to college and they're like, "Oh, this is a commitment. I'm gonna go." A lot of a lot of people go into the military, mm-hmm. and then okay, this is a commitment. I gotta go. And I think what kind of shocked me was how fast that turnaround is, like how fast those two or three years go, and then you're just back. Like yeah. um, my cousin, my cousin. Um, um, I mean, a lot of my cousins have gone to college across the country, across the world, and then just come back, and it's like you didn't even skip a beat. You're just like, you were gone for like four years. Oh yeah. shit. I didn't even realize that. Or fucking like, Evan. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Like Evan. Exactly. Yeah. Um, my cousin, my cousin, Alex, he, um, he was in Santa Barbara, which isn't even far. Um, but, and then also he was in, in Glasgow for like two, three years in Russia. 
No, Glasgow is. Glasgow. Uh, oh, he's gonna hate me because I give him so much. I, I like make up countries <laughs> in, in Europe to yeah. give him shit that make him feel like I don't know. But uh, Glasgow, I'm gonna say Scotland. Nice. I think it's Scotland. Cool. And if it's not, we're Be just kidding, bro. If it's not, it's Ireland. <laughs> it's Scotland. Nice. I'm pretty sure it's Scotland. Right. Um. So, um, but then you you're just back. So anyway, um, it's to someone who whose head is not. Uh, looking to like move, and I'm sure your head wasn't looking to move. Yeah. Um, anytime soon, uh, it's kind of like a big, uh, like shot, like out of nowhere. Yeah. But you know, you kind of sit there with that idea for a little bit, and it's, it's definitely like respectable and super tight to see. It's like fuck yeah, dude, do it, cause we all, everyone here talks about fucking just take leaving. pulling the trigger and doing something. Yeah. And especially here in LA, a lot of people talk about leaving. Yeah. Um. And for you from one week to the other, be like, dude, I'm leaving. It's just like, oh, shit. Yeah, it's And crazy. the fact that it's on your accord, it's not like you're going for the military. It's not like you're going for, um, like, you're not going for school. So you're really, you're really doing it, like, just, like, lifting the roots and, like, all right, I'm going to I'm gonna plant this somewhere else and, and grow. Yeah. So, um, dude, I'm excited for you. Yeah, thanks, man. And that, that's a good way to put it because, you know, um, not to say things are easy here, but uh, I think I talked to you about this earlier today, but when things when you feel like you're at the brink of something special is where I thought I was at maybe two, three weeks ago mm-hmm. um, in terms of like work life, all going into positive directions. And that included me staying here. Mm-hmm. Um, the toughest challenges come when those things break apart and those might be the biggest blessings that could happen to someone. Mm-hmm. You just don't see the end of the road yet. So we'll see where we're at, man. Um, stoked, anxious, stressed, uh, sad, excited, Looking forward to a clean slate, per se, uh, mm-hmm. in terms of me not really... I probably know three to four people out there, <laughs> you know, if that. Yeah. Uh, so walking in somewhere and kind of having to be the extrovert in terms of greeting people, telling my story if I want to make friends, you mm-hmm. know, I could be the total introvert and just kind of be all right you know what i'm gonna do my own thing head down go to work Mm -hmm. but i think i thrive in social um situations and Mm -hmm. social being like places so definitely want to be in a place where i can talk to people and now here in la it's usually like oh where you're from oh from arkansas louisiana or east coast Mm -hmm. now i'm that guy going to someone else's stomping grounds and be Mm -hmm. like oh i'm from la and i know and i think in my head me saying i'm from la is gonna like give people's mindset of like oh he's from la it's like an la guy yeah like damn uh because there we already have this like prejudice against people from la you know or california big time um so i might even just say oh i'm from torrance Mm -hmm. what's torrance no it's in la yeah (laughs) yeah it's in la (laughs) it's like like, (laughs) uh i might even associate myself with long beach a little bit more yeah you know that's what i do yeah long beach Mm -hmm. yeah so we'll see man it's gonna be exciting it'll be a fun little um Two to three years of my life. So your first job is going to be at a coffee shop, right? It's going to be somewhere, it's man. It's going to be, yeah. you're going to move in. Watch, yeah. I'm calling it. You're going to move in and there's a coffee shop down the street and you're just going to have to have walked in one day and then they're, they're just like putting up a sign that says, now hiring. No hiring. And you're just like, hey, what's up, guys? Uh, I'm interested. And they're like, cool, you want to have an interview right now? And you're like, yeah, sure. And then you're going to walk out with that job. Yeah. And you're going to be like, yeah, I just told oh. them my availability was just three days a week and here it is now. So we're just here. <laughs> I'm like, I'm actually open uh, Monday through Sunday. Yeah. Uh, I used to, I work now at a job where I'm there 5 a.m. for three days a week. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and I'm sure coffee shop. You're if like, it's perfectly yeah, cool. Yeah, you're gonna um, be there really early. If this happens, we spoke this to existence in three sixteen. Hopefully, but that's honestly gonna be my attitude. Is like hopefully walking out somewhere, and mm-hmm. if I enjoy the vibe, like hey, are you guys hiring? Like just kind of put my foot in the door, mm-hmm. do it that way, show face. Yeah. Um, don't have a resume, but I can kind of tell you what I'm doing, and I think this connection is more than a piece of paper. You know, can't really yeah. read someone from a piece of paper. Yeah. Um. I've, so true. Yeah, I've done a lot of hiring in my previous jobs and the one I'm at now, and it's this is everything right mm-hmm. here. You know, um, does do they know how to talk? Can they answer questions uh, naturally, thoughtfully? Um, are they genuine? Uh, mm-hmm. Can they smile? You know, it's hard with masks nowadays, but yeah. can they smile with their eyes? Like, you know, you just want to feel good around people and someone that makes you feel good um, is the hard part because anyone can learn how to do something new. Yeah. At least. Absolutely. Most people I, can. I can try. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll see, baby. Dude, excited uh, for you. Yeah. Crash talk going cross dates uh, starting in crash April. Yeah. In April. When do you leave? April? Probably mid-April. Dang. Yeah. Likely mid- mid-April. So three, four weeks from now. So around 420? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The fucking holiday of um, moving. Sick, dude. Yeah, thanks, man. Um, this isn't the last say. episode, guys. This isn't the last episode. This we still is got a couple of weeks left of having some folks on here, and let's jump on every week again. Let's yeah. do it. Jumping on, we having guests. Maybe, if it maybe works, not. if it works. Oh, we gotta hop on with Hyro at least one more time. Hyro for sure. Dom. Dom was like, Dom. Cisco, I'm taking over your spot. Yeah, <laughs> you dude, guys haven't yeah. met Dom, but uh, Dom's one of the one of my best friends, and uh, awesome. awesome, awesome talker and awesome human, awesome yeah, human light to everyone around her. Everyone, um, so, dude, we're we're in we're in good spots. We're in all good spots. I was just telling you right before this started. Um, that I'm in the process of moving. You know, we got a fucking noisy complainer next door, and uh, we don't have to get too into that. Yeah. But uh, she, uh, she, it's making it's making creation here a bit of a headache because yeah. um, uh, my my mind is it's hard to it's hard for us to lock in if I got to worry about noise complaints, which is the biggest reason why I moved out of w- my previous studio, which is in my parents' garage, mm-hmm. because of noise stuff. So, um. We're moving into a bigger spot, which is, uh, you know, going to require some pivots and some additions to the crew, uh, which is all good at the end of it. Um, but uh, it just goes to show you just got to roll with the punches, dude. Got to roll with it. Do you panic um, or do you pivot, you know? Yeah. Um, there's this quote. Panic or pivot. I love that. Panic or pivot, man. There's this. Use it in a bar and don't quote me. For sure. Uh, <laughs> there, I, I love listening to other people's point of views. And that like one of the reoccurring themes of like this pandemic is panic or pivot. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also stop thinking about doing things. Just do them. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, if you, you spend more time thinking about it than actually doing it. So if you would have spent that time doing it, you would have already figured out whether it's a yes or no for you. If you yeah. continue it, you stop. Mm-hmm. Um, and you probably do it all the time every day with music. Like David, stop fucking thinking. Just do it. Yeah, my girl has a, a patch that says, hold on, let me overthink this. <laughs> and it just goes <laughs> to show, funny. like, yeah. And, and I, do that, I do that a lot sometimes. You know, a lot of times when I pull away from social circles or I pull away from big projects, it's, I don't realize it, but in a lot of ways, it's me just overthinking things and not enough action. Right. Um, so, um, yeah, dude, I forgot where I was going with that. <laughs> Panic Completely. or pivot. Yeah. I, I try not to panic. I just yeah. fucking pivot. Shout out to pivots, bro. Don't worry about it. Well, we'll see everybody soon. Uh, hopefully everyone has a great day. And I'll catch you guys on the flip side.
here in California or in Washington. New music dropping soon, y'all. <laughs> yes, sir. And we'll see y'all. Peace. Later, Later guys. <laughs>